Coming from the heart, going out to all of our soul friends, this is The Cool Podcast, where we discuss life's big questions with curiosity and love. Today we are getting into something really fun, uh, the bridge between the unconscious and the conscious and the subconscious and uh, the physical and the spiritual realms That's right. We are talking about psychedelics, man. This conversation is actually a three-parter, so stick around. Part one is coming up. It's really nice. I was just telling Heather I didn't do shit. We went went out into the woods and camping for a week, and man, I just like shut down. Like, not like in a bad way. I just like shut down the brain, shut down the body. Yeah. And really didn't do much other than like sit and stare off, which <laughs> was really rejuvenating, actually. <laughs> hey, uh, real fast, uh, this is going to seem like fake as fuck, but like, uh, can we say hi to Malik? And then Malik, you come in and say hey and then tell Rachel happy birthday. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I was like, I was literally like right in the middle of like making sure the volume sounded good. And then I like admitted you right in the middle, so I was like saying hi to you as an actual person. And then the, the recording caught up later. <laughs> oh, man. okay. So, uh, hey, Malik. What's going on, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> so, Rachel, how was your birthday? <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. We can. That's I, I, the audio picked up like as you were answering that. So that's good. <laughs> Oh my god. I hate this sometimes, but then I'm like, no, like this is what you gotta do to like, you know, put the thing out. It can't just be perfect all the time. Uh yeah, totally. But uh yeah, like well Rachel was saying good stuff too, and I didn't wanna like, you know, interrupt that flow because or I didn't want to like lose what she had said so far just because it was good. So yeah. <laughs> anyways. But, 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 but continue. Tell me tell me about it. So where where were you at? Um, so I, I was doing some research before I left, um, because there's so many people out camping right now mm-hmm. that I really wanted to find a place that was a little off grid, <laughs> which is kind of impossible right now, honestly, but we did a good job and we went to this place called Utica Reservoir. It's like three and a half hours south of where I am in Truckee and, um, yeah, there's like three campsites, but there's dispersed camping as well. And my, my friend Bryn that I go with, because her birthday is August 14th, so we have this like joint birthday camp thing that we do every year. And um, she went out a day early to scope it out and get a good spot, and she did. Thank God. She got like the best spot, and it was like right on the water, a huge site. Yeah, I was and seeing on your like, uh, on your social media, like, y'all were, like, on paddle boards and stuff. Were you, like, camping right off of that lake or river? Yeah, it was, like, our Dang, hell yeah. was, like, right there on the water. That, yeah, I was, and... like, uh, whatever this is, it looks amazing. But, like, it's even cooler that that's exactly where y'all were camping. Yeah. I know. She, like, really scored such a sweet spot. It was yeah. wonderful. And we just had all the camp chairs, like, set up, like, around. Um, so this is, like opening in the trees um which was so fucking sweet because there's this perseid meteor shower every year 
on the week of my birthday and so on my actual birthday night we were able to like sit around these chairs and the trees just opened up perfectly to see the night sky and you could see all the meteors and everything it was really really nice heck yeah people were like uh, trying to buy out the bar for their birthday uh that sounds like much more my speed for like (laughs) (laughs) yeah our speed was turned all the way down (laughs) it's funny because you could tell that everybody was like kind of in desperate need of this break yeah like we all kind of just really just floated through the day and had some good laughs and ate some food and that's pretty like much the extent of it. Around kind and like nurturing a, spirits, like yeah, yeah, and like just like go for a little paddle every day. Um, but yeah, it was definitely what I needed. I probably needed like three weeks to a month worth of that, but because <laughs> <laughs> sure, I came back in and oh yeah, so you weren't on the phone yet, Malik, but I was telling Heather too. There's like a fire near us right now. Oh man. Um, it's not, it's definitely the closest it's ever been to Truckee, um, but it's still not super close. Um, but I have some friends up north in Sierraville, and they're like 10 miles south of this fire. And yeah. so I'm just kind of nervous and for them. And then I'm on a walk with Luna right now, and there's like so much smoke in the air. And how fast do like, like these fires move? Like you say, they're 10 to 15 miles away from it. Like how, how fast could the, a fire cover that? distance i don't know and that's what i was wondering today i'm like pretty fast like depending on the weather if the winds change yeah it's so unpredictable and i think it's only like 30 to 40 percent contained right now too so it's definitely not in the clear (laughs) yeah we were in um, when we were in when we were in oregon there were a lot of like wildfire uh, advisories and mm-hmm. somebody, some somebody did something. It was like a guy. I think they said he was like smoking a cigarette, and he he dropped like this cigarette butt, and it was like, it was like it went from like five hundred acres to like fifty thousand in like a day. Oh right? my gosh! Be, be, because the the conditions were right for us, it was like wow, fires were like nothing to play with. Like you can lose your house super fast. You know? Yeah. 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 Apparently, this oh, one started from a lightning strike. What? Yeah. Take it easy, Thor. Jeez. I know. So I'm just like really, I have um, like three families up there that I'm pretty close with actually that are near it. So I'm just like checking in with them every day and trying to keep track of the winds and the weather. Because I mean, also if it shifts like and it moves fast and they can't contain it, it could come this way, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, what do they do to contain it? They're like, it seems like outside is kind of a hard place to keep from catching on fire. Like, <laughs> I've seen them with like the the helicopters, you know, dropping like huge amounts of water on stuff. But like, yeah. what sort of precautions that like that is so outside of my? I'm gonna have to just Google that because I don't expect y'all to like know the answer. I was just like, how do you put out outside? Like. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's why it's always, like... An issue? An issue, because I think they have, like, something of close to a 1,000 firefighters out there right now. Mm. Definitely doing the, like, water dumps and everything. Yeah. Um, But these fires can, like, jump, you know? They can jump highways. They can jump rivers. If the embers, like, if the wind picks up and some, like, fiery embers get blown a certain way... 
the fire could start up somewhere else. I believe know? it. I believe it. I can remember like being a kid at my grandparents' house. And this was like when my, I must have been younger than 10. You know, I was probably like seven years old. My aunt was asleep in front of the fire, like in the, in front of the fireplace. And an ember popped out on her and like, she was just on fire for a brief second. <laughs> and I was like, oh, bitch, you know, like, oh, shit. And I, like, went over and I hit her with the pillow, and she woke up pissed because she was, like, you know, taking a little snooze. <laughs> so, yeah, like, she I can't imagine. No idea that she's on fire. <laughs> no, yeah, she was completely oblivious. She's just, you know, wakes up being hit <laughs> with a pillow. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, apparently I'm in a pillow fight right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> and on fire. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, no, like, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to save you because uh, this could have been a totally different thing. Like, I can't, I can't imagine what it's like to do that outside, like, for the outside. Yeah. Make an ant and make her make her fifty thousand acres <laughs> size. Yeah. Well, I know, and I was wondering too, like, well, because up that way there's a lot of farms, a lot of animals, and I'm mm. like, what are they doing with the animals? Like, yeah. you know, like, are they freaking? Because they obviously like sense these things and know something's going on. So, uh, I did they... see a video of two horses. There was a wildfire coming, and I guess their people were like, "We'll figure this out," or like it moved faster than they expected, and those horses were like fuck this place and just took off they went out they ran the opposite direction like through this pasture and jumped over a whole fence like they were like we were staying in this to be nice obviously we are gone <laughs> like oh my gosh so yeah like they're <laughs> yeah i don't know like what do you do i've seen people also just like opening their their gates and just being like whatever happens these animals happens because like you know it, like the fire gets on top of them and they can't do anything about it yeah oof Oof. <sighs> Life is no yeah. joke, y'all. Wow. <laughs> just too, I like too many things I can't even can't keep even up with. And yeah. I'm just like, my mission though is to like, I'm, this morning I was like, all right, how can I like remember every day to find the joy somewhere? <laughs> like, there's available joy everywhere and I need to seek it out or or create your own mind others or create it yeah so that's like my thoughts right now I'm like and honestly for the rest of the year <laughs> just yeah. like yeah. develop I'm trying to think of like a new morning practice I can do to um just like remind myself of those things because I feel it's going to get easier and easier to lose sight of it. Um, so I got to keep my eyes on the prize here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Malik, I saw something the other day kind of like related to that. I saw something the other day and it was like, you know, none of this is real. You know, like, and it made me think about this talk. Like you and I had a conversation like a couple months ago at this point in time um, that it was it was basically like, you know, everything is just happening and what we assign, like the, the meaning that we assign to it you know, yeah. is what that, what that becomes. And so kind of going mm -hmm. off of that, like Malik, you went, Hmm, when, <laughs> when, hmm, <laughs> when, when Rachel was talking, I was just curious, like what you might have to say about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, every, everything is just interpretation, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, uh, when you understand that you, 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 can, you, you cease to put labels on things, you know, because it's like it's um, it's just interpretation. Yeah, it, just, it is like, what it is. 
it is what it is. It's like they, even the concept of like good and bad is like interpretation, you know. And, and you know, I was I was thinking about it as I was going to sleep, and uh, that that sort of thought helped me a whole lot. Kind of like not even like get over stuff, but like release it from the impact that it was having on me. But I, I was even like, even, you know, if somebody were to punch you, you know, and like, if you, if you separate, you know, people, just random people and boxers, you know, you look at a punch, a punch is just a punch. But then you look at someone's meaning behind it. You look at its impact on your health and you go, "Mm -mm, I do not like that. That is not something that we want to do. Yeah. Well, we, well, I mean, we color it, you know, like, right. You, you, you put it into a place and you say like, this is acceptable, this is unacceptable, or society lays out a, a blueprint for what life should look like. And it that becomes the blueprint, so people say this behavior is acceptable and this behavior is unacceptable, or this behavior is pleasing and this behavior is not pleasing, right? Right. And, and, then, and then, I mean, I think all of us can agree when you're in nature, there is none of that, like, there's so many crazy things going on when you look at nature, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't even, there's no, there's no even response to it. Right, you know? exactly. It's all just going to happen. And it's like, it's happening and it's going to happen. And then yeah. you deal with whatever. And like, like the, you know, uh, I never saw a wild thing sorry for itself. A bird will fall frozen dead from a bough without ever having felt sorry for itself. And like, yeah. I learned that be- because of G.I. Jane, but that's not the point. I like I like, <laughs> I like the idea of that, you know, like like you said, Malik, nature is just going to keep going. And if we just kind of accept ourselves as part of that, I, you know, I well, think yeah, that has and, a... you know, and humans, we're interesting because like we, we fight that, right? Yeah. We want, we want to believe that we have like some like importance that's over other things importance, right? Yeah. And it's like... Or we're somehow separate. We're somehow separate from creation and it's like we're this we're, we're subject to the same sensations we just create feelings and emotions around it and not, and not to say that other beings don't because there's other creatures that you know like oh when when uh when uh, in a wolf pack like when certain members of the wolf pack die they mourn you know so yeah. like, i think other things have the same feelings and emotions just like humans are just really interested in, you yeah know? Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think animals too, in that sense, are like they're just very present. They're not like, oh, last year this happened to Bob and blah blah blah. You know? Like, yeah. Like they didn't take it personally. They were like, well, we kept living through that, so maybe we'll live through this. Like, but we'll see. Just what do you do? Keep keep going. Like the elephants. You know, the other people, the the other people, the other types of animals that you know, like show some sort of grief when someone dies. And they show a memory of that. And like they'll go and they visit those places. But it's also like, oh, this is part of our history. It's part of our story that we lost this person here and this is where they are, but we know that we're on track because that's where they were. And so it's almost to me like their grief and that loss becomes part of their success story. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I think it's a, like, you know, it's just a part of life. And that's like, that's like, it's hard to communicate that to people. Like, everything comes to an end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and it's like that's just that's just the law of creation. There's a there's a there's a starting point and there's an ending point. You know. Yeah. And when you put all these emotions around it, it it, it keeps you immature. That's my opinion, right? It keeps you unable to accept the realities of 
of living, you know? And it's like, I don't know, there's so many sensations that you feel, but like the level of importance that you give, give it is the work that you have to cultivate. It's like a yeah. lot of stuff that people focus on is not even really truly in the grand scheme of their existence is not even important, you know? Yeah, no, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, if you just, you know, with this life, death, rebirth, everything does have an ending. And if you are resistant to it or putting labels of emotions on it or whatever the case may be, you're not opening yourself up to what can be birthed from something ending. Right. And open... And if you trust in nature and the inevitability of something being restored in the place of that mm. and having a little faith in it, I think you'll always be pleasant, pleasantly surprised and find a miracle within that. You know, I think a miracle is just having faith to like see it all through, like, and not being attached to any one way or the other i mean easier said than done i think the more you do it the more you trust in that process but like i can look back at my life and the things that i finally let go of or release the resistance something else was able to flow into that place that was even bigger and better and once you see that and live it you're like oh okay maybe i can trust in this a little bit more yeah that's a good way to think about it man we got some gems today guys Jeez. Yeah. I always like how we have like a topic and then we're like, like <laughs> <a> topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I feel like maybe we could segue into, you know, what we were originally had planned to talk about. But I just where where this conversation goes is fascinating to me. I'm, just, I'm I mean, always I, I, I think that's always... a lot. It's like, you know, like plant meditation. I think those are all the same. It's the same energy because it opens you up to. Yeah. To the deeper sense of creation in life. You know, and it's like, it does, it does, it does, you do release attachments and you start just to trust the experience and the process more, you know? Yeah, big time. Absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking about it this morning when I was on my walk, or one of my mini walks this morning already, but I was like, how cool is it that, like, nature supplies these gifts for us, you know? It, like knows us as humans with the ability to think and be in the mind that we need this help (laughs) with you know broadening our perspective and kind of taking our walls down and just opening us up to a new way um i'm so grateful for that you know and to really like lean into that and i guess I, i think it was like always a little scary at first um but it just makes sense to me now that like nature gave this to us as a gift to open us up to something bigger um and that's really special yeah yeah for sure hang on a sec i gotta go uh beat my dog and i'll be back (laughs) (laughs) oh dogs I don't, I don't i don't have any so oh yeah does what is your partner's name like corinne Corinne, and she has a dog though, huh? Through Instagram stalking, I feel like I've seen a dog. She has a a dog, but right now he's in Florida with her parents. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, she's figuring that situation out. He's really, he's really awesome. His name is Pippin, and uh, he's Uh like, he's one of like, 
he's one of the most beautiful dogs I've ever experienced in terms of like when we take him on like on hikes and like in the mountains like he is so present and like supportive I remember I remember uh-huh. one, like I was crossing a river and it was like it was like these big huge rocks and I was like you know like I was just testing it out to see like could everybody get safely across and I didn't want him to follow me because like you could fall into the river and he like followed me the entire way and I was like wow oh, he yeah. really, like he's he's keeping this thing together you know like he, totally uh, are y'all talking about dogs? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it's the mailman every time. Uh, we have this blue healer that's a rescue, and she like she just goes off. And it's like, I, why are you so mad every day? You know? And, like, and she doesn't know how to stop. She's like, they, she, I see why they couldn't use her as a, like, hunting dog. Uh, so, like, I can understand why they, why they would discard her because, you know, but I love her, you know, like she's, she's really good. And I say, I'm going to go beat her, but like, I could never like, <laughs> oh gosh, like she's so good and perfect. And she like, kind of like you were saying, like, she'll look into your soul and she's like, I will be your friend forever. So yeah, but I have to like go out and be like, Hey man, like, it's okay. Just shut up. Stop. Like you're making yourself upset. And now you're making me upset because you're throwing salt in my game. Uh, but I caught, was it Pippin that you said, Malik? Yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, so you, he's a he's like a good uh, good pal. Well, I've, you know, I've met some incredible. Like, I have another buddy. His name is Mano, and we when we went to Oregon, he brought his dog. Uh, his dog's name is Stillgar, and <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, I, this dog is a person. Like, I was like, he was so incredibly like calm, like. He would just sit and look out the window, and then he would look at you, and he would like look through you, you know? Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. And he didn't. He he doesn't like. He doesn't bark. He doesn't make any noise. Like we're on the trail, we're hiking, and he like continually like checks on everybody, right? Just his his spirit is like it's just incredibly grounding. It was like really powerful to to be in his presence because. It, it, it didn't it seemed like a person it didn't seem like an animal you know wow yeah, yeah. that's cool and like that that does yeah. feel good like whenever you're out you know in the wilderness mm. and you go like okay cool like this dog is on my team like it's not even he's yeah. on my team like this dog and i are a team <laughs> like, yeah. cool pimp yeah. you're like i got you son <laughs> like, like at night at night when you're when you're just like sleep you hear him like growling and it's like well, what is what is he aware of that we're not aware of yeah like, yeah <laughs> which could be is, spooky way that we that we we can't sense or feel or or hear he hears something and he's like giving him a warning like hey back up you mm-hmm. know? yeah he's like totally. Fool, I, mean, I smelled you from half a mile away <laughs> he's like i'm not the one you're like okay cool 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 <laughs> Cool. Good job, Stilgar. Dogs have these looks like that. It's not another animal they see. I'm almost like, is it a spirit or like a ghost or something? Like, oh, snap. They're just like yeah. looking, you know. And I'm like looking where they're looking. I'm like, okay, searching, searching. Where's the chipmunk? Where's the squirrel? Where's the little animal? And I'm like, there's nothing. What? It, what else do they sense here? Yeah. Start, start asking for the ancestors. You're like, hey, uh, <laughs> help. It's scary. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, what? Oh, dang it. 
Oh, oh, oh. I was gonna ask you guys. Uh, do you do you believe in ghosts? I was I was listening to a, another like, oh shoot, I can't even think of what it was now. But it was like some just random podcast that came up on YouTube as I was like making dinner the other night, and they were talking about ghosts and sort of you know things like that. Do y'all believe in ghosts? God, I mean I do. I believe in. Pretty much everything. (laughs) (laughs) No surprises here. I personally have never like seen a ghost or had an experience, but I've heard many stories and I definitely believe them. Yeah, like I've had so many. You have seen a ghost? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Malik, let's hear it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. I kind of feel like being creeped out. (laughs) It's not, but the thing is, it's not creepy. Like, there's like that realm of like ghosts where it's like scary and people are scared, and then there's like the other realm of like it's it's just energy, right? Yeah. And so right. Uh, around the time that Joseph had passed away, mm-hmm. I was just like, there was just so much going on internally and spiritually, and uh, I, I had come back home, and I was I was I was sleeping in my room. And it was around like three o'clock in the morning. The witching hour. Yeah, yeah. That time. I'm just like laying in my bed. I'm not asleep, right? And I look to the to the right of my bed, and there's it's not a it's not like a physical person, but it is like a a dark energy, right? And I'm Mm. I'm saying I'm saying dark in the sense of like I could see it was dark in the room, but I could see another kind of darkness, right? Right. But it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't negative. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like a monster. It was like yeah, like a dark colored entity, a lightless. Yeah. 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 And so this this figure it crossed over my bed and then it went to the floor and it said, "Help me." And I, I literally jumped out of my, like, I jumped out of my bed towards the floor and tried to, like, grab it, right? And then I was, like, super afraid because I was like, did someone else die? You know? Like, yeah. That was, that was the thing within me was, like, somebody died. And then I started calling every girl that I know because it was, it was a feminine energy. Wow. And. Like, I called my sisters. I was just calling, like, everybody that I knew, like, that, that I had the number to. I called, like, Demai. Like, I was calling all these Yeah. <laughs> I called all these people. And, uh, oh, man, Demai. I know, <laughs> right? Like, that's a blast from the past. What's up, Demai? Yeah. <laughs> a blast from the past. Yeah, oh wow. man okay so and also just to kind of give everybody some background uh joseph was one of our friends and malik's like number one ride or die um who passed away what was it freshman year of college freshman year of college yeah or yeah within a month of uh, freshman year of college. yeah like yeah. we had just started so, how oh. soon after that did you see this entity well this this was this this little period was like over the course of a year because it was okay. like there was all kind of stuff going on, right? Yeah. And so, so I, so I call everybody, and everybody's straight. Like everybody's like, "No, we're good. Like we're okay. Like we're just sleeping because it's like fucking three <laughs> thirty. Yeah, it's it's three a.m. Central Time in this bitch. Like that's and not so good hours like, for I was, anybody. I wasn't, I wasn't scared. Like I was like I was just like worried. And so then I went to sleep, and then the next morning I woke up. 
And then uh, I'm talking to my mom, and she gives me the news that I had a cousin that passed away. And she fell down the stairs. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just got those, like, full body yeah. chills. Uh, yeah. See, like, that's always creepy, because, like, the night before my great-grandpa died, it's like I was convinced he visited me. Yeah. You know, like, I woke up, and he was, like, standing by my bed. Yeah. And I was just like, I mean, I was like, Poppy? Like, I even said, I was like, whoa, Poppy, what the heck? Like, what's going on here? And then, you know, like, I woke up a little bit more, and it was gone. But then, you know, like, my grandma called the very next morning, and it was kind of the same situation. And she's like, she goes, hey, uh, can I talk to your mom? And I was like, oh, did Poppy die? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, whoa. I knew. You know, like, I was like, I, I knew, but, like, I'll go tell mom, and I'll, you know, we can we can work on this together as adults. <laughs> like, I was like 12, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, ew. um, anything else? Yeah. I mean, I have, I have, I've had, I have multiple situations like, but it's never been like scary, you know, like that's the thing is like people have like ghost stories and it's like dark and stuff like that. It's like, I don't have that kind of experience. Yeah. I mean, either mine've just been like really visceral and then also like corroborated by someone else who wouldn't have any reason to lie. Yeah, and there's like, there's like, you know, there's a lot of information around like, um, you know, like ancient civilization and like, uh, specifically like ancient Egyptians, right? Yeah. And the, the, the things that they accomplished uh, in, in relationship to like building the pyramids, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there's like, there's a, there's a, there's a wealth of information where it's like, because people don't understand how they did it, right? They're like, even in even in current times like with all the machinery and all the technology that we have there there still isn't there is no what they're like they can't they can't recreate what happened right, right? so they're like it must have been aliens or whatever <laughs> yeah well they say aliens right which is the yeah. whole uh, which is like that's another con that's another conversation oh for I'm, sure yeah i will write that down and we're going to talk about that a different day but <laughs> but they were saying like you know they were saying like maybe the, there's a realization that the, the ancient civilizations were in tune with an aspect of our humanity that we have shut off. Ooh, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So you, then you, then you look at that and you say like, there's the spiritual part of our, our existence that we truly are not in tune with in the, in the modern world. Right. Right. Then this a hundred percent, a hundred thousand percent. Like we're not, yeah we don't we don't live you're fine in the in the because like when they when they look at like how they design these pyramids the the weight of the pyramids the height of the pyramids and then how they are so perfectly aligned with the solar system yeah mm -hmm. it just boggles like yeah like that's no accident <laughs> it's not accident. so so you know there are certain people that believe like i said there's parts of our being that we just basically just turned off and yeah. we, can have, we can have the communication spiritually right and that brings it back to like you know plant meditation because you're saying like what what plant meditation does is it opens up those pathways right yeah absolutely I, ayahuasca like psychedelics like mushrooms like all those things like oh then they would they really just open you up to a deeper sense of the of of creation and it's like but you you also can you 
can also can can reach those places even without the plants. You know, it's like, but a lot of that we don't believe anymore. You know, right? Our, and I think too, like you have to experience it to have the sense of being able to believe in it or think that it's a possibility. You know, and yeah. I think a lot of people too are so shut off to having Wait, experiences. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, I'm in the woods and there's dogs coming. <laughs> she's friendly. She's just still training. Thank you. She's just a very excited lady. Yeah, she probably has some wolfy vibes in her. Hey, hey, I know. Definitely husky playful vibes. Have a good one. Um. Well, yeah, I, I would have... Uh, I haven't, like, talked about this very much, but I started experiencing some of those things once I moved out here and maybe, like, cleared space for it or was able for it to come in. But my grandmother and Jamie Bonzak, you know, that passed away our mm -hmm. senior year of high school. Yeah. Um, well, both of them started kind of coming to me in my meditations. Whoa. When I was living out here and... Um, well, the first really weird experience was I was out in the woods one day and it was like the day before or after my birthday and I was just kind of like really settling into my life here and really just getting on the path. Right. And, um, I, I felt her like whole being, come up behind me and like give me a hug from behind and like Ooh. whisper in my ear like I'm really proud of you and I was just like whoa <laughs> I was like what just happened is that real and then you deal with all these feelings of like is this real what's real what's not real like yeah yeah because like your body is telling you one thing and then like your quote-unquote reason in your head is telling you something completely different but you start to so I believe in my personal story, like she started coming to me and then when I went into my meditations, she would visit me there. And then also Jamie did too. And the way that Jamie came about was really interesting because I was living in, I just moved to Truckee and I was staying in a friend's space she had moved in with her boyfriend and then I kind of took over her room so like I still don't have any furniture or anything from when I sold everything when I left Dallas so yeah. I kind of just took her space for a while and one night I was doing a sound bath meditation and I don't really remember anything else that came from that except for it was like a voice was saying sage which was the cat that I was living with in this apartment, um, Sage has a message for you. Pay attention. And I was like, oh, that's weird. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, a cat has a message for me. Okay. Weird, you know? And I went to bed and kind of forgot about it. And I woke up and I was doing my morning routine and I was writing in the morning and Sage was like dancing around my feet meowing at me this whole morning and I was just like god get away like what are you doing and she's like following me around everywhere and eventually I was like oh you have a message for me I'm supposed to pay attention like I didn't even remember that you know it's like these things happen and then you forget them and I'm like 
what is she doing? And so she follows me into my room and I'm doing yoga and I'm like laying on the ground and I look to the left and she runs underneath the bed and she's laying next to this poster that says 5-11 on it, the date, and that's the day that Jamie passed away. And I just like, has always like, you know, dates and numbers and things have always like caught my attention. So I was just like, oh, weird. And then, so I finished my yoga and I was like kind of nervous and weirded out. And then I opened up the poster and it's like this movie poster and it says old school meets new life. And I was like, what? Wow, (laughs) no way. And then from that moment on, Jamie started visiting me in my meditations. And I think that, like, the message that I got from him and my grandmother were, like, it had to be us. Otherwise, you wouldn't have paid attention. Right. Like, if it was just some spirit or something, you probably would have been too wigged out and not have listened. And I think that that has really that was like a tipping point into a different direction, obviously. <laughs> like, yeah. But really, really started to open me up into the spiritual world and the ways of which we can communicate. So tagging back onto what Malik was saying before and like these ways that we've lost sight of and don't even think are available to us. Um, and I don't even know that our minds can fully really grasp that whenever in the ancient times that was just normal you know yeah i mean i think i think we could retrain ourselves you know or like oh yeah 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 absolutely more open to it but like yeah we as far as things stand we are not very as a whole trained in that sort of awareness so malik i'm curious you were you know you talked about how plant meditation or plant medicine whatever however people want to uh term term that um you say like that that opens the, what? <laughs> I don't even have like a word. I have like a thousand words. I don't know. I don't want to like put one in your mouth. Like what word would yeah, you I mean, say that it opens? Awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awareness. Like of what? Of, of what creation actually is. It's so much more than you. you know? Oh yeah, and I think, sure. I think I think that's like the, that's why people, they seek it out is because we live we live in such a, a a me and egocentric world, and that's then you realize how small you are, right? Yeah. And although although it's like it's like my dad would always say like you know a, a drop of the ocean contains all the properties of the ocean, and yet to 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 harness the power of the ocean, you have to reconnect to the ocean. A drop in and of itself is insignificant, you know? Right, definitely. And it's like, we're, we're all drops. We're all droplets of the ocean, but until you reconnect, you don't understand the magnitude and the power, right? Yeah, that makes and sense. Tru- and, how tr- and how truly in- insignificant, you know? It's like, that you that we give, we give uh, we've created this narrative of like me, and how important I am, right? Yeah. But the, the 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 plant meditation opens you up to you're no more important than a blade of grass, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like the quality the quality of your experience uh, uh, in the living in the living in the physical living world is your awareness of that. It's like you're not more important than an ant. You're not more important than a gnat. You all we're all one and the same. 
Right. So, like, I think, too, the, the, the word, like, we're insignificant, I think people take that as, like, oh, like, it well, doesn't yeah. matter and blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah, I'm saying, like, I agree with you. Like, it's all just, it's, it's energy taking different forms, you know. And like you said, like, we, in our droplet, we are the entire ocean because that's our, that's our only frame of reference. Mm-hmm. You know, but then like, that's yeah, I, I think, I think it's insignificant, not in the negative sense. That's once, once again, like the, a word is simply a word, you right? Know? It's like and how you, how you, how you interpret it, it tells you where you're at in your consciousness, right? Because yeah, insignificant, insignificant doesn't mean that you're not uh, contributing. It's that you, we want to put things in in their place, right? Right. And that's that. That's the issue. Is that you know, human beings think that they are uh, better than everything else. Yeah. Right? And when you look at the behavior of, of man, you, you can see that. Where it's like, you feel like you can, you know, cut down forests and kill animals and pollute the earth and create such a, an amount of waste that it makes it hard for every other living entity. Right? Including then, other humans. Yeah. In, including other humans, right? And you create these ideologies and these belief patterns that, you know, are destructive. People, yeah, that are destructive, right? And yeah. it's like, look at that. You do, you do use that word. It's a very specific choice. You're insignificant. You're not better, right? right? I don't care what you have created. You are not. You and you are, You don't sit at the top uh, of the throne. No, yeah. We're all we're all in this together. You know, so yeah. Oh no, I'm saying I'm just I'm always playing devil's advocate. I'm saying like someone here is insignificant, and they go, "Oh, I don't matter," and it's like that's not the meaning of that. Like, so yeah, like that's why I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit more. You do, you do matter, right? And yet, and yet you don't matter. It's like exactly, (laughs) exactly. It's like it matters, but it really doesn't. Like I matter, right? But in the same sense, it's like, I, I don't matter. It's like, there's so many things happening within a given moment. Right. To say, like, you sit at the top of that. It's like, you can't, you, like, that's what always is hilarious. It's like, you can't, you don't even have life without oxygen. Right? <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't have life without sunlight. You don't have life without food. You exactly. Like, we're not so doing this on our own. Like, we're not alive of our own volition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't. You can't make your heart beat. Like there's a power that that you 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 don't even recognize that's keeping you alive within this moment. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I think too, like that, like being able to identify and appreciate and kind of like live in an appreciation of whatever that force is, that power that makes us alive, is something that like I become intensely aware of at times, mm-hmm. and you know, if, if society had its way, like I wouldn't, I would never, you know, be aware of that and appreciative of that and use that to like put my life into context. Um, but I, I'm not gonna lie. I got into like watching like lion and tiger attack videos the other day. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. The, the, the sheer, just the pure nature of that just gets me every time. And going back to like the the insignificance of it, it's like we we place this insignificant or we place so much significance on certain things, and we let that kind of dictate our values and dictate, you know, how we live our lives and conduct ourselves and associate and identify, you know, ourselves in life. But like, if you're out 
and a lion looks at you, it doesn't care that you have a family. It doesn't care that you started a business. It doesn't care that, like, it just goes like, oh, I haven't eaten in a day. So <laughs> I'm probably going to yeah. grab that one. It looks slow, and it doesn't have any claws. And, <laughs> like, I'm going to grab that one. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and, like, you know, I, I, also earlier, just, like, 10 minutes before we all started talking, I I watched this bison attack videos, you know, because, like, people are getting gored by bison as more and more people flood all the national parks. Mm -hmm. And there was another video of two parents and their kid, and the they all take off, and the parents were like, fuck this kid, and let her go, and they both took off. They were like, we are faster, we will make another one. And, wow. yeah, yeah, what? they were just like, uh, bye. <laughs> They left their kid? They left their kid. Which, again, like, we put this... <laughs> we look at, like, oh, they're terrible. But it's like, no. You know, when the when the chips were down, they were just... They were just living so, beings so, trying to exist. preservation Yeah, they were... Exactly. They were just organisms that were trying to keep being organisms. And, yeah, that... that Wait, bison, so what happened? It didn't... Yeah, yeah. It didn't, like, kill the kid. It didn't even, like, actually get it with one of its horns. It just threw up in the air, and she did, like, a freaking triple cartwheel up in the air i'm not gonna lie i was laughing my ass off <laughs> but oh mainly my. but mainly at like how quickly those parents were like all right we got to get out of here and we did not include the kid like <laughs> run yeah nope. I, th I think that's also i think that's also the <laughs> attraction of nature right it's like yeah like it, it it's a it's a space that reminds you of your place. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yes. And all your, the things that you have created and the safety of the world that you have created. Right. Mm -hmm. When you go back into real creation, it's like, it's so, it's so simple. It's like, I'm hungry. I'm eating, you know? Yeah. Like I, I'm cold. I need to find warmth. Right. And it's like, that's there's an there's an attunement there that transcends all everything, you know. And it's like I'm trying to survive. Like the parents, like I think they're sucky parents. Like that's my personal opinion. It's like wow, how are you gonna leave your kid? But there's also a truth to that. It's like yeah. In in a moment where you're you're faced with like your humanity, and that there is not it's not permanent, and you can be you can be taken off the face of the living world you respond yeah you know? i mean it's the same as with like the herds whenever there's you know like, the antelopes and they run it's the the lions are trying to separate the old and the young mm -hmm. because they're gonna be slower they're gonna be you know easier to catch and i mean it's just like it, it becomes that simple mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's a cost-benefit analysis essentially yeah. Yeah. well yeah and it's like with this fire here too it's like nothing is guaranteed in life and what do you do in those moments when your whole life can just be wiped away you know yeah either physically or the material part like if your home gets destroyed or something you know yeah. and then what i think it's cool to have the awareness around it because then you don't place you don't place so much importance on those things right right yeah like that's i think that's the issue is that we're defined by our material possessions, you know? And it's like, even like at this point in time, like, you know, with like COVID, like the, str the stress of it is that, you know, it's like your routine, like your life has changed. 
And so you have, you're having to redefine yourself when you can't be defined by a job. Right. You know, or you can't be defined by the amount of money that you make. Right. Yep. And. Or what car you drive, because there's nowhere to drive because we're all, you know, like everything's closed and everybody's staying home. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, and it's a good reminder of like, wow, man, this is, is, there's, there's an impermanence to life. Right, and there's and, and there's even more of an impermanence to these institutions that we use to build our, our identities and like put so much emphasis on. That's slowly being peeled back, like. Yeah, and so then you say like back to plant meditation. You're like it does a, as a it reminds you of that instantly. It's like uh, you, you look at the grass. Like there's a whole world within the grass, right? Yeah. The tree, there's a. I mean, you have experiences like where you can see the trees breathing. You know? Yes, oh, yeah. that was the craziest. Okay, right? so is this like, uh, what are you basing these like revelations off of? Is it like ay- ayahuasca? Like, what's been your most, I guess, like? Well, I mean, first, that's my my ayahuasca for me, like, because I, I, you know, I don't, I haven't experienced anything as intense as that. Yeah. You know? Wow. Yeah. It's like I've had other other experiences where, like, you know, like with mushrooms, that would like open you up. But I haven't, I haven't had the mushroom experience that I that fr- I have, I've had friends that have had incredible experiences on mushrooms. Where it's like, you know, like they're like traveling space and time, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I've yeah, done it's that. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like me. Yeah, that that experience happened with ayahuasca. You know, and I don't. Can and you can you share your ayahuasca experience? <laughs> yeah. Also, like, and that's just it's like a natural form of DMT. Uh, so ayahuasca, actually, no, so DMT is natural, right? Right, our brains produce it. That's the thing, is like DMT exists in the body in almost all cellular activity. DMT is present, right? Yeah. Um, so, but what happens is, is that with DMT, uh, your your body, can, your body can process it. So most people, if you have, if you have an excess of DMT, what happens is that your body knows how to metabolize it so you don't have a journey, right? It's very, it can be a very quick experience. Um, but with ayahuasca, they have uh, inhibitors. So it's like you have the DMT present, but then the other side of it is that you have, I think it's called an MAOI inhibitor. Yeah. And that makes it, and that makes it, it stops your body from being able to process DMT. Uh, and so then you go on the journey, right? Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes it like even when people just do pure DMT, those experiences are like super fast. Right. right? It's like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's like fifteen minutes. I have done that one time. Really? It's it's very wild. Yeah. Like in what way? What do you mean? I felt like I disappeared. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I felt like my physical body just turned into the air and it was just wild and I like I spent a lot of my time with my eyes closed because opened my eyes you know like I don't know what his show was Gumby and you know that claymation yeah 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 (laughs) fucking green guy and but also my hand I was like holding my hand up and it was invisible like so i was holding it up and i could see like the wall and the art that would be like behind my hand and then it was like i watched my hand like 
grow back. Mm. It was really wild, but I just felt like I became one with everything. And then when I closed my eyes, it was like a kaleidoscope. Like mm. I just saw a bunch of like different patterns and colors and, mm. um, and then just this voice that said, everything is beautiful. Everything is love. And that's, it that just repeated and yeah and then 10 15 minutes goes by and you're just like back to normal wow <laughs> like very wild but like back to normal physically but like mentally i have to take the rest of the day off like if that if i'm seeing you know like if i saw a kaleidoscope <laughs> i'm out like i mm -mm. <laughs> they're like all right you're back i'd be like no i'm not i saw <laughs> ooh uh, that's they call, they, call, they call that kaleidoscope. They call it sacred geometry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And powerful. like, okay, so do you know anything about that? I've seen like I've read stuff, but not enough that I like feel like I can understand it and repeat it. Well, I mean, I've seen sacred geometry in my own in my own experiences, but you know, it's like it's like described as like the mathematics of the makeup of, of the world right so yeah. it's like if, if you could see the fractals and you could see true light expression right because we don't we don't see anything in its in its truth we see it how we process it right right like and what so our like, eyes and what our eyes are capable our, of processing even yeah, what yeah. Our eyes, basically our eyes are capable of processing so even other animals they see the world in different ways but like right like butterflies like, and cats like, and yeah, like the whole concept of reality, that's why it doesn't really stand up because it's like human beings see the world in one way, but they're, they're, uh, snakes see the world through the sensors of their tongue, right? Right. It's like... Well, like, and uh, cats can see into the UV spectrum. Not the UV spectrum, right. uh, ultraviolet. No. What What's the red? Infrared. That's what I'm infrared, trying to Infrared, right? Yeah. So certain animals see infrared, right? Certain insects see completely different scopes of... Uh, the world because they have multiple eyes, right? Right. So it's like some some things don't. They, it's it's energetic. It's energy that they sense, right? It's heat. So it's like there's all these different signatures to how one experience is what we call life. Right. Um, you know, like even even whenever I when my eyesight took a shit, like I started to be able to feel certain people and like I could feel the presence of someone. Or, you know, like, even I could tell, like, when in the, you know, pitch black, which pet was by the side of my bed, you know, like, and I was staring straight up at the ceiling. And so, like, yeah, yeah I, I totally, I totally get what you mean by all of that. Just, it's, you know, it's, what, what, what we see is what we take as reality. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, so the sacred geometry is, like, what... Okay, so sorry. I'm like I got a thousand questions, and I because I've never done DMT. Y'all, you guys are like and, or ayahuasca. I'm super jealous. Uh, yeah, ayahuasca, <laughs> but ayahuasca is DMT. It's just a D. It's just DMT with an MAOI inhibitor. Right. Okay. Is. Okay. Cool. Uh, I had to make that note in my brain. <laughs> like yes. Okay. Got it. Um, so you feel like that it enables. It, yeah, it shows you. It shows you. I mean, I, I mean, if you say like a spirit world, that's what it connects you to, right? Oh, okay. So like some people say like that's what happens. That's what people say like that's what happens when you pass away, right? Right. Is that, is that you go into this space that is? It it it's it's, I guess it's a spiritual world, you know, and it's like, 
and it give it, it, it you know like for ayahuasca i mean i think it's all the same it gives you what you where you're at in that specific moment you know yeah that makes sense so, so, so some people like i you know i know people that have done ayahuasca and it's like they're reliving their childhood you know right it's like that's what that's what that's where they're needing their message or their healing and so they have intense moments around childhood traumas right and yeah. some people, some people are connecting with, you know, loved ones and people that have passed away. Right. It's like, it runs the gamut. Like some people are having like journeys, like they're having like beautiful, like meditations on life. Right. Yeah. Some people, some people connect to the deep spiritual connection. Right. Where it's like, you know, that's my experience. I didn't have like a an odyssey of like it was this super long trip you know or i didn't go through like painful experiences i was like mine was just like straight up spiritual and it was like it was actually like considering people's journeys mine was like super brief you know oh okay yeah and also like dmt the like whenever it's like the sort of i don't even know what to call it like the synthetic form i guess that's shorter than an ayahuasca trip right Cause like ayahuasca, well, you, it's like, it's, a, only, it's, it's all only, natural. It's only, and then well, it's only, it's only, it's only shorter because like I said, you're not having the, you're not having the inhibitor. So like the only thing that makes ayahuasca different than DMT is that the ayahuasca is concocted in a way that they mix it with. A, so they mix one, one part of it, which is like the leaf. Right, and then they mix it with other plants that allow it to process slower. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. And that's it. It's like so you so but like ayahuasca is like it's like I don't know, it's just it's a longer process. So you you it starts off it can last for up to six six to seven hours. You know, depending wow. on where you're. Right, and then there's a there's an element of it where people are like it's super spiritual. Like you can't you don't just like take ayahuasca. Right, yeah, and it's not like you're at the club and you're like, this is going to be fun. It's like, no. No, you have, like, a shaman. You have, uh, yeah. you have like, there's certain things you don't eat, right? There's certain things, like, a week out, you stop eating, like, meat, right? You don't eat dairy, right? There's all these things that, like, it's a guideline that they give you before you have your experience, like, so that your instrument can be clear. Cool. And then where were you again when you did this? The first time I did it, I was in Peru. Okay. And that's that's where it came from, right? It came from South America. Well, you know, those originated as a practice. They're saying like there's different forms of ayahuasca that are present throughout the entire world, but the popularity of it now is that the South America and like specifically like the Amazon rainforest. Okay. So. And like how how did they how did they come across it? Well, the the. From from my awareness of it, you know, this is the beauty of life is that the shamans say that the plants talk to them. Oh wow! But right. like, was it okay? So uh, in a different, uh, I I guess I'll post it like right after this one or like in the next the next episode after this. I'm gonna play a uh, an interview I did with this girl who um, practices. I shouldn't call her a girl; she's a woman. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, girl. Uh, she does combo, K A M B O, which is the frog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like they that came about because the people in the town kept getting sick and the medicine man or the shaman, whatever you want to call him, was like, I need help. And, you know, and basically he got like, you know, ancestral. Disease.
And with that, we are going to jump over to that interview with Tana Thompson talking about Combo and her experience uh, bridging the gap between the spiritual and the physical worlds uh, using that technique. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Cool Podcast. We will catch you on the next one and the next one and the next one.